Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. We have uh, reached the end of the book of Genesis in our read through the Bible plan. And so take your Bible and open it to Genesis 48, and we'll be looking at uh, chapters 48, 49, and 50 today. Uh, the conclusion of uh, the Joseph story, uh, that segment of uh, Genesis that picked up in chapter 37, again, the largest portion of the book of Genesis devoted to the story of, of, of Joseph, uh, the conclusion of the story of Jacob as he will pass off of the scene uh, as well. And so uh, a couple of things that we will point out, and then I want to look uh, at uh, uh, verses 8 through 12 in chapter 49. That'll be kind of our focus. But there, but there's several interesting things, I think, to note uh, in, the, in the course of uh, our reading of, of the chapters. And uh, if you notice in verse 4 of chapter 48, uh, uh, Jacob uh, rehearses and, and it, uh, reminds uh, the family of God's word that God had revealed, had spoken to him and said, uh, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you and will make of you a company of peoples and will give this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. And so we see somewhat of the overlapping of the various uh, covenants, certainly the, uh, the covenant uh, uh, given in creation, be fruitful and multiply. Uh, the covenant uh, given uh, to Abraham that he was going to bless and be a blessing and possess uh, a land and have multiple descendants. Well, that is uh, uh, re-inaugurated and, and uh, uh, restated, uh, reaffirmed in the life of, of Jacob. And so uh, he uh, uh, reminds the family of that. He is uh, reminiscent uh, of that. And uh, so it's the, the role of, uh, of Jacob as the patriarch of the family to pass on the blessing uh, to these uh, uh, 12, 12 sons. Our, our attention in a minute will be focused on the, the blessing uh, spoken uh, to, uh, the, uh, to Judah. And, and so we'll see its implications. And uh, then uh, after the death of, of Jacob, that is recorded at the end of chapter 49, uh, we're, we note in chapter 50 the brothers are kind of alarmed, okay. Joseph was being kind and good uh, for the sake of Jacob, but now that our dad is gone, uh, he's going to turn against us and we're going to have problems uh, with him. And uh, being ever the schemers, they, they come and uh, uh, they begin to, uh, uh, to ask again of, of Joseph his, his favor and... Um, uh, they, they, they ask for his forgiveness. And uh, Joseph in verse 19 of chapter 50 said, But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for I am in the place of God. As for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as there are today. Such far-ranging implications. Again, we mentioned yesterday uh, Joseph's understanding, and I've said it this way in other occasions, he understood Romans 8.28 long before the Apostle Paul wrote it, that, that for those who uh, love God, who trust God, God works in every providence, even the difficult providences of life, uh, for, uh, for our good. And so Joseph uh, understood that. Now again, 
You brothers, you were evil. You meant evil. You were doing evil. You were doing nothing but evil. But God, in His overarching providence, worked that for good, for the saving, really not only of the lives of the people of Egypt, not only for the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but ultimately for the salvation of those who would believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So far-reaching implications to Joseph and his understandings of what uh, God was doing uh, through his sojourn and suffering in Egypt. And so chapter 50 concludes with uh, uh, the death of Joseph, 110 years old, and he's placed in a coffin. So that, that brings to conclusion uh, the story of Genesis and provides the pr appropriate entree uh, for the book of Exodus. And so uh, we see uh, at least three of the great themes of Scripture um, uh, developed in the book of Genesis, of creation, of rebellion, of redemption. We see those three great stages. And I would suggest to you a fourth stage uh, that we see in the entirety of the meta narrative of the Bible, uh, the big picture of the Bible, uh, that of consummation, that uh, uh, Joseph and Jacob's desire uh, to be buried in the land of promise. And we see uh, the, the latter, Joseph's desire fulfilled in the Exodus that they anticipate something that we would call the consummation, uh, our resurrection uh, from the dead. And so uh, I think all four stages or all four phases or uh, uh, acts of the work of God in the course of history, uh, creation, rebellion, redemption, and consummation are, are pictured in the book of Genesis. Now, uh, back to, to chapter 49, verse 8. Uh, the blessings that uh, Jacob uh, passes or pronounces on uh, his children. Our focus is on that which is uh, given to Judah. Judah, your brothers shall praise you. Your hands shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's sons shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's cub. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He stooped down, he crouched as a lion, and as a lioness who dares rouse him. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor uh, the ruler's staff from between his feet until tribute comes to him, and to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. Binding his foal to the vine and his donkey's colt to the choice vine, he has washed his garments in wine and his vesture in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, his teeth whiter than milk. Well. We see once again in the book of Genesis uh, a prophecy uh, regarding the Lord Jesus Christ, the first prophecy regarding the Lord Jesus Christ way back in chapter 3, verse 15, uh, the, uh, the seed of the woman uh, that shall uh, be bruised on the heel, but he shall deliver uh, the crushing blow to the serpent. Uh, and here, once again, uh, we see the promise of a king, of a ruler, to come from the tribe of Ju uh, Judah, first uh, fulfilled in David and those that follow him, but ultimately uh, fulfilled in the lion of the tribe of Judah, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, who again is ruling and reigning and will one day ultimately uh, rule and reign in a perfected and a consummated way over uh, the renewed earth. And so we see once again uh, a, a messianic prophecy that the king, uh, the Messiah, the Savior uh, shall 
uh, arise uh, from these promised descendants of Abraham uh, through Isaac, then Jacob, and then ultimately he shall be of uh, one of Jacob's 12 sons, the tribe of Judah. And so we know that was fulfilled uh, in its perfection in uh, the uh, incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who uh, it was rightly said, uh, he is, uh, he was, he is, and he shall always be uh, the rightful king. So I pray that this has been a blessing to your day. I hope you've enjoyed the book of Genesis, and I will look forward to seeing you uh, once again. God bless you.